0: This is On The Left Side, the funny football show. Is spitting something that comes to the forefront of your mind when you're you're in a rage, when when you've lost it, as you put it. Hello, I'm Jim, and this is your midweek dose of football weirdness that we call On The Left Side. Don't forget to subscribe to the show by whatever means you listen to podcasts, and you'll never have to put in the hard yards to get the latest OTLS ever again. It'll just pop up in your app whenever it's ready. Nice. Let's crack on. Let me ask you a question. Which is worse? Being manager of a football team that has only won once in 17 attempts or spitting on a 14-year-old girl? Because whilst Mauricio Pellegrino may have been sacked for the former, for now at least, Jamie Carragher remains in gainful employment despite committing the latter, which I'd probably argue was worse even if most Southampton fans would disagree with me right now. They are, of course, very, very different incidents, but it was Spitgate, or as I prefer to call it, the Spitocalypse, or Spitageddon, that stole a march on the majority of football publications on Monday morning when the story broke despite it not really being about football. Mm-hmm. It all started when the Mirror newspaper obtained a video from a man who was driving along filming Jamie Carragher from his car window after Manchester United ground all the joy out of Liverpool's attacking football in their 2-1 victory on Saturday. The video showed Carragher driving along whilst the filmer royally took the piss, shouting phrases like, 2-1, Two 2-1 Two mate, yeah. a lucky Jamie right, lad, 2-1 lad. <laughs> Fairly innocuous stuff, apart from the filming out your car window when you should really be concentrating on driving the car. That's a traffic offence that can land you six points and a £200 fine, but we'll leave that to one side for now. Plus, he'll probably get that money back once he gets the video off to you've been framed anyway what happened next though that was really shocking. Instead of doing what most normal folk would do, and when I say normal I mean even footballers like flicking the V or winding your window up and just driving off, Cara decided to launch a well-aimed mouthful of spittle at the fans car and he scored a direct hit at the same time catching a 14 year old girl who was sitting innocently in the passenger seat, which ironically was the first thing a Liverpool player had got on target that day. Jamie Carragher spat on the door. Nice, nice, very nice, Jamie Carragher. My first reaction on watching that video wasn't disgust. It wasn't even surprise. It was amazement, amazement at the sheer volume of spit that Jamie Carragher can conjure up, seemingly at a moment's notice. It was as if Niagara Falls was erupting from his mouth. If it wasn't so vile it would be pretty bloody impressive. Wow! A man that can produce that volume of water in an instant could be the solution to third world drought. Don't sack him, pack him off to Africa instead. Just one Jamie Carragher can irrigate enough crops to feed an entire village. Please, give generously. The reaction to the clip was instantaneous and predictable. People wanted Jamie Carragher's head and demanded that he should be removed from his position as a pundit on Sky. After all, TV is no place for people who spit on others, unless you're working with Bob Carrages. He's called Spit the Dog. Carragher claims he was goaded a number of times before he finally flipped. But what actually made him lose his head is, well, it's nothing, is it? Two one mate, a lucky Jamie lad. <laughs> Maybe he just really hates numbers. There's an irrational reaction to anyone who dares to tell him a scoreline. In which case, if he does keep his job in TV punditry, it's probably not a bad idea to keep him away from that dude who does the classified pool results. United three, Southampton nil, West Bromwich Albion one, Leicester City four, West Ham United nil. Burnley, Jamie. What are you doing in here? You can shut up as well. Laugh. <laughs> oh, oh no, no. <laughs> I've flip flopped back and forth on this story a number of times. On one hand, I think it's an absolutely vile and disgusting thing that Carragher did. There is absolutely no excuse for it. But on the other hand, we all make mistakes. We've all done things at some point in our lives that we regret. And I'd hope that we'd all be given a second chance under similar circumstances. One thing I do know is that watching the apology he gave on Sky Sports later that day, it wasn't forced, it wasn't staged. And it didn't appear that, as with many other footballing type apologies, that he'd been forced to get up there and say words that he didn't really mean. There's no doubt what I have done on, on Saturday after the game is disgusting. It is me biggest regret, of course, all of it is. Again, all I can do right now is sort of apologise as much as I possibly can, because obviously I can't go back. And uh, I'd like to obviously apologise again to them if... uh... At one point, it even looked like he was fighting back tears. At least I think they were tears. Could have easily been splashback. It's hard to tell. He does seem genuinely disappointed by his actions, but as heartfelt as it was, as far as apologies go in football, it left a little bit to be desired. Do you remember Eric Cantona's apology after his Kung-Fu kick? All about seagulls and trawlers and stuff. If you ask me, Kara would have done a much better job just to follow that example. When uh, the pigeons fly down to the pavement leg, uh, it's sometimes because uh, someone's dropped some chips or something. Thank you very much. Much better. Like I say, I've struggled to make up my own mind on this. So where is a good place to go when you want some level-headed, sensible solutions to big world problems? You go to Vinnie Jones talking on TalkSport. That's where... What about the lad driving it? How was he not driven after Jamie, rammed him, dragged him out of the grump, beat Seven? (coughs) You know what I mean? I mean, there's no sitting on the fence here. Jamie's down the road, job centre tomorrow. Yep, a perfectly normal reaction from Mr Jones. I think we should let Vinny head up the disciplinary board at the FA. Get him dishing out some real punishments. Five yellow cards, you get your kneecaps done in with a crowbar. Diving for a penalty and Vinny goes to town on you with a blowtorch and a pair of pliers. And show any dissent to the ref, well, Jones is going to pay you a visit in the middle of the night, roll you up in a carpet and throw you off a bridge. Which is actually as far-fetched as it sounds, because amazingly, Vinnie Jones now runs a carpet wholesalers near Luton. It's been emotional. Lovely. We're just going to have to wait and see what fate holds for Jamie Carragher, and if when it happens, that feels like the right decision. But the one thing I would say is the key trait that makes him a good pundit in this increasingly vanilla world is the passion, the realism of being a fan, and the anger he feels when his team don't perform as he knows they can which are all things that led to this incident in the first place. It doesn't excuse what he did in any way at all, and it's not a good reason that he shouldn't be fully punished either. But it does help us understand, as football fans, why he did what he did. A bit. Plus, what do you really expect from a man whose name is literally Jamie Carranger? But for now, let's just remember Jamie for what he was really, really good at making little owl noises in the middle of post-match interviews. You know, different game would have been two legs. It's slightly different as well. So, you yeah, know, we're, we're quite pleased with it. But you we know what a 0 draw. That's it for another show. Not a bit heavy, that, didn't it? Don't worry, we'll be back to knob gags and stuff by Monday when the next show will be here. Make sure you subscribe to get it now and follow us on Twitter at on the left side for a load more extra football funny. Don't forget, if you've enjoyed this, go and share it with your mates. Leave reviews on your podcasting apps. Get everyone else involved, because just like sex, it's much more fun with other people. See you soon. Bye! On the Left Side is written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson for Abrupt Audio. All right, Jim. Do you want? The show's over, mate.